Hello, friends. We embark in a new journey, a new adventure. It's actually a, a family ordeal around here. My son, Angel, will be the producer of this podcast. Uh, my name is Jaime Perez, Pastor Jaime Perez from Family Worship Center in Tolleson, Arizona. And we're just answering the call of the Lord. Um, I believe that I've been anointed to be able to teach Bible study to talk about the, the the kingdom of God and to talk about what God really wants to institute on earth. And I say really wants to institute because I feel like um, I have been given uh, um, wisdom from God to really be able to impart um, just things that have been edifying to my spirit and in my walk with Christ and my desire. My number one desire is to please the Lord and I just want to answer that call. Me and my son are embarking in this journey, and eventually we're, we're believing by faith that God is going to open the doors and take hold of this podcast to where it's an amazing tool for anyone. My desire is that anybody in all walks of life, doesn't matter how long you've been in church or how long you've been saved or if you've never been saved, um, my, my, my prayer is that you take hold of this that it would be a love letter from Jesus, like his word is, the Bible. And uh, we included coffee because we wanted to make it fun. So the name of the podcast is Thank God for Coffee. And every every episode, we want to have just a little random fact about coffee. And I love coffee myself. So I'm going to be experimenting with different types of brews and nothing too fancy from the beginning, I guess you could say. But eventually... Um, I, we have something in the works, actually, something with uh, a good friend of mine, a missionary from Bangladesh, has promised me some some exotic coffee from who knows where. I don't think it's from Bangladesh. I don't know where it's from. If you ask me now, I really don't remember. But So this will be the beginning of the podcast. And like I said, we just want to be a blessing to your life. We want to be a blessing to your life. We want to be able to edify. And I've been blessed in this walk with God. I've been blessed to be able to mentor um, more than a handful of young men, people that maybe did not know um, anything about the word of God, did not know anything about the Lord. And God purposely put them little saplings, I guess you could say. If you look at the word of God, it talks about trees and, and when I say saplings, it might be somebody that's starting in the things of the Lord. And I've been blessed to be able to mentor and, and teach young men that are looking to be discipled. Amen. And, and that's really what we're looking to do. Disciple others and, and, and win as many souls as we can for the Lord, for his honor and glory. You know, they're not our souls. God died for him. Jesus Christ died for them because he loves this world. Amen. So join us, join us and uh, be alongside with us, grow with us. I I really want you to hear, hear my heart when I say that I don't know everything. I'm not pretending to know everything. I humbly want to answer the call of God in my life. And I know that that is what the Lord is looking for this day and age, he's looking for a generation that is going to pick up his love, pick up his uh, his his humility, his wisdom, and 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 servitude. 
to serve in the kingdom of God. And that's really what I'm looking for. I'm looking to serve you through a podcast that's going to be able to bless your heart. I believe it by faith in the name of the Lord Jesus. Today, Father, we dedicate this podcast, Father, to you, Lord. We give you all the honor and all the glory. And I ask you, Lord Jesus, to take hold of of this voice, Father, that you've given me and that you take hold of my son and his smarts. I say, I always tell him, I say, son, you got a luscious, big, luscious, plump brain in that head of yours. And I believe it in Jesus name that God is going to do some amazing things. So without further ado, we started, we did a little intro and we start the podcast. Thank God for coffee. Thank you for joining us. God for coffee. So over the years, um, I've had young people come up to me and tell me, hey, so pastor, they'll tell me, what's a good book to start reading the word? And um, in prayer one day, I, I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I don't know how to direct your people because if if there was a book that transformed my life when I came to Christ, it was the book of Romans. Now, Romans was something that just jumped out at me and it was almost like a like a slap in the face from God where he was like, hey, dude, like you have to really understand that I'm real. And it was what caught my attention um, to get deeper in the scriptures and deeper into the things of the Lord. So when people come up to me and they ask me, hey, pastor, what's a good book to start? The Lord had led me to tell these people that the book of John was the perfect book for them to get to know him. So we start episode one. Welcome to episode one. Thank God for coffee podcast. And we start with the book of John. Before we go into the, into the scriptures, we got our random coffee of a fact of the day. And here it is. And you guys are going to be kind of shocked. Just like I was, my producer sent me this, um, this random fact. And I thought, okay, this is perfect. This is the, this is the one for episode one. And the the, co- the coffee fact of the day is this. According to Harvard Health Publi- Publishing, research has linked moderate intake between three to four cups per day. I don't know if that's moderate. Three to four cups of caffeine per day. It equals a longer lifespan. Coffee drinkers live longer than non-coffee users. That to me, I was like, wow. And it says that it is, it, it, uh, the research shows that um, coffee drinkers had a longer lifespan as well as a lower risk of cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, and Parkinson's disease. So, caffeine it up, I guess, everyone out there. Um, I, I thought that it was, uh, it was very interesting when, when uh, Angel, the producer, that's what I'm going to call him on this podcast. He's Angel the Producer. If you don't know, my son Angel just turned 15 years old. Awesome young man. I couldn't be blessed. I couldn't be more blessed than to have the son that I have. He's 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 awesome. He we're, We make an awesome team. Uh, just ask my wife. Just kidding. Um, so what I'm drinking today, coffee-wise, 
Pacific Bold. Yeah, something very uh, eh, kind of mm, mundane. I'm drinking Pacific Bold um, organic dark roast coffee. Um, I, I, I love I love to taste different types of coffee. I, I really do. I'm a coffee person. I tell everybody all the time, hey, listen, you know what? God rescued me from, you know, alcohol. He, res- he rescued me from drugs. I didn't grow up in church. I didn't grow up in the pews. So let me, let me just uh, enjoy my coffee. Amen. So Pacific Gold is what I'm, I'm drinking today. And um, the reason for the podcast, like I said before, is for discipleship, is really to, to help others get connected to Jesus. Um, I, I, uh, I love sitting down with somebody that's interested in the scriptures and really break them down alongside with them. I love to see the light bulb go off um, in in my head and in that person's head. You have to understand something. In the things of the Lord, you never stop learning. You're never going to get to a point where you say, you know what, I know the whole scriptures or I've read the whole Bible and I know exactly what this book, you know, says. The truth is, is that God's word is alive. And when you read it, believe that the Holy Spirit is there. Believe that God's spirit, his voice is there. Believe that his heart is there. And see, many people will say, well, it's just, I don't understand what God wants for me. God wants you to allow him to transform your life. God wants you to be able to say, Lord, if you're in a position where you say, well, I just don't know if I believe in God. I invite you. I should even say it this way. I dare you. To just say a quick three second prayer with me and say, Lord, reveal yourself to me. Jesus, I want to believe that you're real. Speak to me. And just like he did it to me, I know he can do it with you. He can reveal himself. He can come into your life. And he can honestly just transform. And I know that a lot of the times, I remember when I was in the world, I would think to myself, that word transform would scare me. Because when we're in the world, we don't understand, we don't understand good things. Usually when something good happens to us, and when I say in the world, you might be listening right now, it's like, what is he talking about? When I say the world, I'm, I'm talking about when you are not um, aware of the spiritual world around you and you're just living your day to day, going to work and, and, and trying to you know survive and, and, and maybe you're working towards your career or you're putting money away or, or you're looking to do something with your life, which is not bad. That's good. That's good for you to want to be proactive and do things. But when I say that you're in the world, it's that it's that Basically, what you're doing and how you're living is you're being ruled by your desires, what you desire in life, what you desire to do, who you desire to marry, you know, who likes you, who loves you and who doesn't. That's really what rules your day and your mind. And, and, and really, when we come to Jesus, we come to find out that no one on this earth loves you like he does, that no one No one loves you like God loves you. That God wants to be your friend. God is not standing over you pointing at your flaws. God is not standing over you pointing at all of your downfalls. 
that God is here to help you transform your life and to be able to establish a relationship with him. And it's open to anybody. It doesn't matter if you've never heard the gospel, if you've never heard the gospel of salvation or grace, or you've never heard of the Bible, if you've never researched anything about Jesus. I want you to know that if you're listening to my voice today, there is a God who wants to love on you, wants to save you, wants to take hold of you. So when you read the, the scriptures, remember that in the back of your mind. Don't let that es es escape your mindset to understand, okay, this God that wrote this love letter, because that's what the Bible is, this God that wrote this love letter loves me. And he wants the best for me. And I, I have a, I have a three-year-old daughter that I love with all my heart. It's my little Abby. I love her. I would never desire anything bad on her, ever. You know, and sometimes she could be mischievous. Sometimes she can, you know, spill, spill uh, milk, or she'll be jumping on our couches, or she'll be doing you know, uh, a mess all over the house and doesn't take to following directions very well. But nothing that she can do is, is, going to, is going to tell my heart or show my heart to stop loving her. It just won't happen. I'll always love my daughter. And see, that's the thing. God loves you more than I love my, my three-year-old daughter. And see, that's mind-blowing when you think about it, because you say, well, how can God love me? How, who am I that God would love me? And the answer is, is that you're his creation. You're his son. You're his daughter. And he loves you. He loves you and he wants to love on you. But yet at the same time, he's a gentleman. And see, and the reason why I say he's a gentleman is you have to want to open your heart out to God. God has given you the authority to be able to tell him not to interfere in your life. People say all the time, well, why, does bad, why do bad things happen? If, if God is so good, why do bad things happen? Because we live in a fallen world that does not know how to recognize God. And we don't know how to recognize God because we don't know the scriptures and we don't know the word. And see, that is my humble heart. That anybody that receive this word of mine is not receiving me, it's receiving Jesus. They're receiving the love of the Lord. They're receiving salvation. So let's get into the word. John chapter 1, verse 1. Uh, we're going to read from verse 1, and we're going to read to verse 5. How's that? I'm reading out of the New King James Version. If you become uh, invested in this podcast a lot of the scriptures, uh, you know, we have different versions and people have told me before, well, Pastor Jaime, how come there's different versions? And I'm not one of the one of these pastors that say, oh, no, don't, you know, don't don't read the NIV or don't read the message Bible. I'm not one of those. I believe that God has instituted the word of God to be translated and to be interpreted in different ways so that it could be edifying to the word. And what do I mean by that? For example, if we were reading the old time King James version, I can say something a certain way, 
But if I'm reading the New King James Version, I can say that same thing a different way. And um, that's what many people don't, don't understand is like, I could say, where are thou my producer angel? Or I could say, where's my boy angel at? Or I could say, where's angel? I need him to come over here right now. In a sense, I'm asking the same thing. And, and I know people say, well, yeah, but there's, you know, there's some scriptures that are not, in, you know, in, in their entirety and in the NIV or they've changed this or they changed that. At the end of the day, the doctrine hasn't changed. And that's why it's always good for you to search the scriptures, be like the Berean church, you know, search the scriptures, go in and see different verses, different translations. Context is everything when you're reading the word of God. If you don't understand context, and you might say, well, Pastor Hyman, what do you mean by context? Context means understand what time frame you're in when that scripture was written, who it was written to, and what was the purpose behind the scripture. You know, if you're, if you're, uh, if you're reading a scripture that Jesus spoke, was he speaking to his disciples? Was he speaking to the people that were closest to him? Was he speaking to Peter? Was he speaking to John? Was he speaking to the, to the uh, woman at the well? See, so context, what was being said? So we go into the scriptures, John chapter one, verse one. It says like this, New King James Version. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. I love the scripture here. I love it. I love that it says in in verse one, it says, in the beginning was the word. Now, if you're familiar with Genesis, it says, um, it says that God created in the beginning. So what John is doing here, now you have to comprehend something. The testimony of John, the gospel of John is the testimony of Jesus. So Jesus dies on the cross. He's crucified. And what they do is they get these four men that walked with Jesus, that lived with Jesus. And they said, look, we need you guys to start writing down everything that you remember about walking with Christ. And that's what they did with Matthew, John, Luke, and Mark. They, they basically said, hey, before you guys go home to be with the Lord, we need you guys to write down your guys' testimony. And if you look into the historical uh, age of the gospel, of the gospels, I should say, you'll find that they were written at about 40 AD. So 40 years had passed already, and Jesus had ascended And that's when they actually wrote this. So that's why you'll find that maybe there was something that Luke remembered that John didn't remember, or there was something that Mark remembered that, that maybe Luke didn't remember or Matthew didn't remember, or there's, um, there's certain aspects like different, different ways you'll find through the authors, different ways that the same story was written. And we're going to get into all that. We're going to get into all that. There's going, to be, there's going to be study about this. We're going to break down and bring some Hebrew in there and some Greek. I'm sure that if you are, 
you know, a little Bible nerd like me, you're going to love it. You're going to, you're going to be, you're going to be enjoying it. Um, I love that it says there in verse one, it says in the beginning was the word. Why? Because it's saying that Jesus Christ is the word. Now you have to comprehend something. If God created all things by his word, by his words, everything was created. That means that when Jesus was, was placed on earth, it was the living word of God. It was God incarnated. For all you gamers out there that love video games, I remember I, 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 I mean, I haven't played in a long time, but I used to love FIFA. FIFA was, a, you know, all about soccer. Oh, and I used to love um, wrestling games as well. <laughs> this was back in the Stone Cold era. WWE back when it was WWF and I remember making myself I would make an avatar of myself you have to understand something God did this in Jesus God made himself he's God incarnate in the book of Colossians it says he's the image of the invisible God in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God there it is Jesus is eternal. Jesus was in the beginning. Jesus is God in the flesh. Look at verse two. He was in the beginning with God. And then look at verse three. All things were made through him and without him, nothing was made. Nothing was made that was made. What does that mean? Jesus himself created and made God, God incarnate. Three in one. Three in one. God. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in darkness. And I love how verse five, verse five ends it this way. It says, and the darkness did not comprehend it. I don't know if you know of the Lord. I don't know if you are a member of a church. I don't know if you have ever studied scripture or if you have given your life to Jesus, but the moment that you say yes to him, the moment that you accept the Lord, you are going to find, my friend, that you are going to run into people, family members, neighbors, coworkers, people that do not comprehend why you live the way you live. And that is true today. And see, that's okay. John is saying that when you have the light of God in your heart, when you have the light of God, the love of God, the salvation of the Lord in your life, and you run into people that do not comprehend this lifestyle, they don't comprehend that you've given your life to the Lord, it's okay. That's part of the plan. God designed it that way. Because just like God did not force you to follow him the same way these people are not forced to live in the light. See, God loves us so much that he's willing to give us free will to live as we think that we should. Now, his desire is for all men, all women, every child, every young person come to him. So know this. That in this walk, you might find people that might criticize you. You might find people that might not comprehend you. You might find people that might say, well, you know what? Why, why is it that you, 
you know, worship God? Or why is it that you don't, you don't curse or you don't drink alcohol or you don't go to those places? Why is it that you abstain from, from seeing pornography? Or why is it that you abstain from, from having, you know, uh, physical relationships with people? And you can say it's because God has done a transformation in me and I want his plan for my life. And not everybody's going to comprehend that. So we're wrapping up now. We're at about 25 minutes. I want to keep these these episodes short so that you're able to hear them on your way to work, so that you're able to hear them while you're working out. Know this. Know this today, that if you have been praying for somebody, maybe your parents, maybe you're praying for a friend, uh, maybe maybe you know you have a girlfriend or, or, or a boyfriend that, that they're not saved and they don't know anything about the Lord, I need you that to understand and know that God's desire is for them to come to him, but he's going to do the work. He's going to make the transformation. He's going to, he's going to do all the hard part. The only thing you have to do is to set a good example. And you might say, well, Pastor Jaime, how do I set a good example? Set a good example in, in, in how you speak. Set a good example in how, how you carry out your life. Set a good example in prayer. Set a good example everywhere that you go. And believe me, people will take notice. The Bible says that, that you will have the light of the world and you don't hide any light. Instead, you place it somewhere high so that all can see. And see, you don't have to say, oh, well, look at me. Look at, I'm so good and I'm so holy because God transformed me. No, when the love of God is inside of you, people will take note. And when you pray, and you might say, well, that's for a later episode. We're going to talk about prayer and how to pray. But when you pray, it's just talking to God. It's just talking to your best friend. That's really what it is. When you pray, say, Lord, I pray that my brother or my sister or my father or my mother, I pray that they would come to you, Lord. I pray that they would open the door of salvation of their heart. I pray that they would establish uh, a relationship with you, Jesus. And maybe you might not be there. Maybe you might be saying, well, pastor, I'm, I'm, I'm battling myself. Okay, then we start with ourselves. You might want to say, Lord, I invite you in my heart today. As a matter of fact, we're going to end with prayer. And I want to lead you with the word of prayer there. If you're listening to my voice, I'd like for you to repeat after me. Father, thank you for this day that you've given me. And I ask you, Lord, that you would take hold of my mind, take hold of my heart, Lord. I invite you in, Jesus. I invite you, Holy Spirit, to come hold, come take hold of my heart and be real to me, Lord. Show me. I don't know everything, but I promise you, Lord, that if you if you, you re- reveal yourself to me, I will follow you. I want to please you, Jesus. In your mighty, mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. God bless you, friends. We'll see you in episode two. Have a wonderful day.